0: Welcome to Everyday Conversations with Everyday People. Uh, today, I get to meet a new stranger, which is fun. Sydney, thank you for jumping on here. How are you doing?
1: I'm good. Thanks for having me.
0: Of course. Uh, Sydney, the way this works is that we can talk about any topic you want to. And if you don't really have anything you want to talk about, I've got these 10 kind of like playful conversation starters.
1: All right. I'm down for some conversation starters. All right.
0: Let's see. So hopefully kind of hardest one at first. Oh. If I gave you the ox chord right now, what would you be playing?
1: It's got to be Taylor Swift. I just went and saw the Eras tour a couple okay. weeks ago, and I'm in... Where did you go? I went in Texas. My okay. best friend from college is from Texas, and it, so we went a couple weeks ago, and I've just been on repeat ever since. Just All right. Talk week. to me about the show. I don't...
0: Wow. <laughs> that's, that's a loaded question.
1: <laughs> um, it was so much fun. It was like, I'm an extrovert, and like that was my like extroverted like dream. We got there like three... Three or four hours before the show started, and like okay. just because it's, it's an all indoor stadium, so we didn't have to worry about like weather or anything like that. And so, just got there, hung out, talking to people, trading friendship bracelets, and just like it was so fun because everyone just like loved Taylor and just like wanted to like meet other people and just like talking about our favorite songs and our favorite albums and all the things, and just like everyone's outfits and like the just like community there was just super cool, just like strangers coming together for like a mutual love of like someone who's like been so influential in so many of our lives because it's just, like, her music since I was, like, six years old has been there. So it's been super cool because it's, like, every album is a different stage of my life. And so hearing how, like, that touches, like, other people, was really cool. I mean, it's just the best concert experience I've ever been. Like, there's nothing like it. Like, she sings for three hours. <laughs> um, and there's, like, fireworks and there's, like, costumes and lights and all the things. And okay. it's just, it was just so much fun so that was that i'm just i've been listening to her i can't stop listening to her and i don't care if it's like basic or whatever but it's she's worth it so
0: well, no, actually <laughs> i was talking about this with somebody that's been on before mm-hmm. uh she also said she might have been doing vaulted tracks Yeah. So okay so did she do that at this yes album? yes okay. like
1: songs yes that she like didn't originally like see, or put on their albums but when she's like re-recording she like takes ones that she never released and she re-releases them and it's just super fun to see so like the 10 minute version of all too well like everyone talks about like the 10 minute song like that was never the original but everyone it was a rumor for so long or among the swifties that like she is going to like, like there's a 10 minute version of this song out here that she had to cut down because like, her management was like you can't release a 10 minute <laughs> song so everyone was like release the 10 minutes and then the 10 minute one is just like so insane so it's just really fun it's just a fun little community and, like, an escape and, like, a little, I don't know. Like I said, I it's, yeah, it's so fun. But
0: one last question, three hours. Three hours. Exciting is, the whole time? Yes, okay. the whole
1: time. I sang, I st- like, I was, I stood the entire time. I did not sit down. I lost my voice. Um, It was, I was tired just, like, watching her, and she was, like, dancing and singing the whole time. So, like, I don't know how she does it, but three hours. It was so interesting. Okay. So worth the worth the money. If people are out there like, should I go, should I not? Should I spend the money? It's worth it. Okay.
0: So, All right. Shout uh, out to Swift.
1: Shout out Make to Taylor Swift. Show. Yeah. Of course, the conversation goes, <laughs> <It's>
0: So funny. <laughs> I like T-Swift. So yeah. There cool. you go. Uh, besides your phone, what do you take with you everywhere? Ooh.
1: That's a good question. I feel like it's been changing, it was, oh my gosh, what do you? probably, well it was my computer, I was a, a grad student, it just, so this is kind of changing, so I don't really know, but before, if you would have asked me a week ago, I would have said like my iPad or my laptop, okay. um, I take that with me everywhere I go, I was a grad student, and I was always doing homework or assignments or class, so that was just something that I just kept with me all the time, so, okay. you know, um, nice. Mm-hmm.
0: So, are you done with grad
1: school? Yes, I just okay. finished last week. I graduated. I was studying speech pathology. So, um, that's okay. what well, I was, I've been doing. So, that's been the past couple of years of my life. And that's what brought me to Memphis. Um, so, yeah, that's just been uh, my life. But I graduated on Saturday and just about to actually move from Memphis tomorrow. Okay. Um, yeah, so, um, so, yeah. So,
0: where were you before Memphis?
1: Um, I went to undergrad at Samford in Birmingham, um, but I'm originally from Jackson, Tennessee, so not too far, but yeah, I'm a West Tennessee girl through and through, but (laughs) um, yeah, but went to college in Birmingham, and then I'm headed back to Birmingham after I graduate because I got a job there, so.
0: That's
1: great. Yeah. That's awesome.
0: What is your hottest take?
1: (laughs) Um. I don't know. Do you have an idea? You don't have to
0: have one.
1: Hmm. You know, it's like when you put me on the spot, I bet I will come up with something like later on. Okay. But, um, maybe we'll come back to that question okay. and I'll think about it
0: most interesting fact or opinion you've read or heard lately?
1: Ooh. Not to make it about Taylor Swift again, yeah, but <laughs> last night, my friend who's sitting right next to me, she told me that um, her least favorite album was 1989, and that really just like threw me for a loop, because I think that's one of her best ones. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's an interesting opinion that I thought, but
0: what was the argument there?
1: She said that it was overplayed on the radio too much, but I mean it was overplayed on the radio too much because it was so good and every song was like a radio level type hit, but I get I get her reasoning a little bit, but <laughs> Sorry, it all comes back like like I said I'm in my like Taylor era right now, so that's like the only thing I can think. Of.
0: But, yeah, I got you. What is a fact about you people wouldn't find on the internet?
1: Um, one of my fun random facts about me is that in like high school and college my summer job was I worked at a pool store which is like really strange and I like sold pool chemicals and tested people's pool water and did all the things and I had so much fun doing that it was like one of my favorite jobs because I just like got to talk to people and like I don't know taking like kind of some problem solving in the aspect too. You're like, oh, like, like, how do we fix this person's, like, pool? Like, what have we done before? Like, what's not working? What isn't? And, like, even just, like, really, like, some, like, random niche knowledge. And it's, like, building relationships. Like, we have, I'd have, like, the same, like, customers come in over and over again. And we're like, no, the pool's, like, still green. Are <laughs> you serious? And so it's just a fun way to, like, build relationships. And it's just, like, a weird thing that you don't really think about. That, like, you need people to, like, test Pool water and sell pool chemicals, but it um, was a fun little like niche job. So I have like this like random knowledge of like pools, and like whenever I go to people's houses, I like That's love to insane. yeah. I, <laughs> when I go to people's houses, I like love to talk to them about their pools and like what type of pool it is and like what type of like water or sanitation system that they use, and like have this like really random knowledge about it, which I just think is like kind of fun. So I don't know. Okay. So
0: <laughs> I like that. That's fun. <laughs> describe your most beautiful place
1: hmm. most beautiful place is um, first thing that comes to mind like I love um, national parks and I love hiking and like being outdoors and um, during the pandemic, like, COVID, like, 2020, my family, like, took a huge, like, road trip out to all these national parks. Um, And the most, we got to go to the Grand Tetons and there's, like, a kayak on a lake there. And um, I just remember that was, like, a moment that I just, like, it's one of my favorite places I've ever been. Like, when I think about, it's, like, a happy place that I think of is just, like, on the lake with these, like, giant mountains, like, right in front of you and, like, nothing's around. And just, like, pure just like quiet you could see like pine trees and just like water like lapping against the like kayak and it was just super cool so um yeah that should I think one of my like most beautiful places so Hmm.
0: what is one piece of advice you'd give to your younger self
1: Mm -hmm. Um, question. I think that I would tell my younger self um, to just, like, not be afraid of, like, who you are and just, like, people are going to love you for that and there's no reason to, like, be something that you're not or try to not be something that you're not. Um, And to love people deeply, but also just be aware that, like, there's times, too, when, like, that, like you can, like you can love people and not have them in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a hard lesson that I've had to learn too. Um, but yeah, so I would just say like, um, don't be afraid to love deeply, but also don't be afraid to like put boundaries up when that needs to happen, and you can still love people and like not have them in their in your lives.
0: I agree. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. actually a, a one I've heard a good bit. So it's that, and then patience. Mm-hmm. Because I would say, especially for me growing up, I would say like I put my identity in, like a lot of different things, mm-hmm. and as you get older, you realize that was kind of silly to put myself because like, all those at some point, all those things can be taken away right. and um especially the love things. I would say I had this conversation with Anukriti actually mm-hmm. um you have a hundred percent of my trust like as soon as I meet somebody, mm-hmm. just because I who I am. Mm-hmm. But I also have to work through if I that trust is ever broken, it's super hard for me right. to come back, mm-hmm. or not to have this like immediate barrier that's there um, that I have to look at before I start a conversation with somebody. Right.
1: right. Yeah, that's cool. And what you're saying, like about the identity thing too, that's something too. It's like my whole life I've just been a student, and I'm just entering I'm about to enter a phase that like I'm not a student and for so long, like. I put so much identity into school and I think it wasn't until like this past a year of my life that I realized that everything's fleeting like um, like school's gonna end like you can't keep put, like there's always gonna be want something more like I always just like oh I can't wait to go to college oh I can't wait till I like get in a sorority like, oh I can't wait until like I move off campus or like, I can't wait till I go to grad school and then I'm in grad school and it's just like Complaining about grad school, like, I can't wait till I'm done with my job. And it's just, like, looking back and realizing that, like, every single aspect of it, like, this stage of my life has been something that I, like, cried or like wanted so badly. And then it's, like, here I have, like, worked so hard for this. And, like, me two years ago would have died to, like, get into grad school and I'm complaining about it. It's because, like, it's not ever going to be, like, satisfied to so just, like, really learning to, like, enjoy the moment and this current season of life instead of, like, looking towards the future all the time. Um, because, again, like, the future isn't just certain and it's not promised to us. And so just, like, learning to, like, really just be more present in the moment and not, because it's all, like, fleeting and it doesn't, it'll will ne- never satisfy us. So, but, yeah.
0: Like being present at a T-Smoke concert.
1: That's true. That's true. <laughs>
0: uh, what is one thing that has been on your mind most lately?
1: Um, one thing that's been on my mind most lately is just how um, grateful I am for the city of Memphis and how special it is. And this season of my life and the people that are here has just been so, like, life-changing and life-giving. And the city is just really special and has just so many just, like, random quirks and, like, things, like the Grizzlies and just, like, the culture here um, and the people. I just lo- I love it so much, and I'm really sad to be leaving it. But it's just like always will have like such a special place in my heart, and I just like love this city um, and everything that it represents. And I think it gets such a bad rap. And I guess that could be my hot take too. That I like, I think Memphis is cooler than Nashville. Um. Six one five. Forever, (laughs) I'll say it to
0: this day. I could not care less. Yes,
1: I think Memphis is cooler than Nashville. I think it's a better place to live than Nashville, and that it could be my hot take going back. But yeah, I love this city, and that's just something that's been on my mind. Just like driving through, um, just like what this city like represents in my life, and this like season has been super cool. So, gotcha.
0: Uh, What holds you back from being the person you want to be?
1: I think sometimes it's other people's expectations that they've put on me that really holds me back um, from just, like, fully, like, being myself. Um, Just, like, feel like I've always just, like, had to be, like, high achieving and, like, I have to be a certain way and I have to be, like, like the perfect, good Christian girl that like my family like raised me to be and like smart and grad and getting all the A's and all the things um, so I think sometimes it's harder for me to just like fully like be myself and like kind of uh, with all those like pressures and expectations of just that aspect of my life. But, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. what well, I understand. Mm-hmm. I'm a pastor's kid myself.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, the expectations that come with that are absolutely insane. Uh, and I don't know I will say the one thing that the biggest advice I usually give to people is that especially growing up if you grew up in the Christian faith you grew up in a family that was fairly stringent about those things is that you start to realize that the world is more gray the older you get, Like, I don't know, I feel like what we're spoken to, especially as young kids, that everything's like black and white, Mm -hmm. this is it, this is wrong, this is right. Which I guess in some instances that's true, but it's like you get, you start to get into understanding of like, given the right set of variables, anybody can make a simple decision. Like it's something I've had, I've talked about with my parents. Um, Like if my dad wasn't in the picture, who would I be? If my mom wasn't in the picture, who would I be? If neither of my parents were in the picture, who would I be as a person today? Um, if something didn't fall my way in a certain way like what would be the outcome um, and just always having that in the back of your head it's like whoever you're talking to in your life whoever you meet it's like given the right set of variables you can't say you wouldn't make that same decision that person did
1: right. um, um, yeah that's a good word it's really yeah it's, it's very interesting like I've just definitely gone through the older you get and you get exposed to just like different people and different aspects of life and different and like diversity and things like that and just like really even just like the past couple of years of my life has just like come with a lot of like um, like circumstances and experiences that have really just like uh forced me to like consider my like beliefs in the way that I have been raised and just like reconsider and deconstruct and reconstruct some like values and ideas that I like once had and um, I think that's the beauty and like something also that learning like how important it is to just be surrounding yourself with people from diverse walks of life and just like constantly learning different perspectives and um, I think sometimes people are afraid of like engaging with conversations with people in, from different perspectives because it's like, they don't, I don't understand. like I don't know you. I don't have that perspective. Um, but or, and thinking that that could like change your perspective. And I think just like engaging with conversations with people who have different beliefs or identities um, has really like strengthened what I believe as well as, but also like given me more humility to realize that like what I, my experiences and my beliefs may not be like, the truth and it yeah. is so great like everything is like pretty great <laughs> so um but yeah like I don't know it's just it's interesting so I agree it's not all black and white but
0: and that's what's super like again like the reason I love this podcast is, like I get to ask questions mm-hmm. so uh recently one of uh, my friends uh she said she was worried about talking with me initially just because I like my background but she opened mm-hmm. up about her relationship that she has with her significant other. And my immediate question or like my immediate thing wasn't like to degrade or anything like that. My immediate thing was just questions. I'm
1: like, yeah, oh like how's What does is this the logistics? Like, yeah.
0: Where like do you feel like you have more direction towards one relationship than the other? Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you communicate with your specific like your person you were already with and you communicating that with everybody else in the situation. Right. Um, just because it was interesting to me. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Like, talk me through it. How does that work? Yeah. Uh, just because that's the way I've been about life a majority of the time. Oh, so it's mm-hmm. like, I want to know why. Like, explain to me how it works. I think super yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's
1: really
0: cool. All right. The last question I have for the day is Who are you really? What mask do you show to the world?
1: Um... It's so interesting that you're, like, using the concept of, like, masks um, because in speech uh, pathology school, like, we, we have a class about autism, and a lot of autistic people, um, they, like, use, ma- they try to mask themselves with presenting, like, neurotypical, and they try to hide that aspect of themselves. Um, and so we've had, like, assignments and discussions of like, just this exact topic of, like, what do you do? Like, what type of masks do you put up? Um, cause it's something that like everybody does. Um, and I guess a mask that I just put up sometimes is like, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> um, I think just like try to like put that mask up. Like, Oh, like, I'm like, like I'm, smart and I put it like I'm really high achieving and I can like do all these things and I can like get into grad school and do like I'm just like the like super high achiever like brown noser with the professors and things (laughs) like that um and just like put together in that way but as like life has gone on and like grad school is really hard I feel like a lot of those masks cracked um and I realized that like I don't have my life put together. I really struggle to get places on time and do things, and I'm really disorganized. And, like, I am, like, not as, like, I don't know. I'm not always the best friend or person that I, like, want to be. And, like, I am flawed and I'm sinful. um, And I think that's just, like, coming out and just realizing that, like, the master just, just, like, trying to be more who I am and being more, like, Transparent and um, open, but yeah, just like you don't have to be put together. No one's put together, and if they're acting like they're being put together, like they're like all put together, then like they're pro- it's probably like not really true. And so there's beauty and just like imperfection, and we don't have to like like I put those standards on myself to like try and be perfect, but like that no one else is putting that standard on me. So um so yeah, I guess that's kind of like masks and trying to, things that I like. And working to not do as much
0: and this is something i don't have written down but i'd like to know so like when you have kind of started to figure out more about yourself is there anything that stood out like as you've asked yourself those questions
1: um yeah i think like just realizing like i'm a loud personality i love to have fun i love people deeply i like but my friends know that, like, I just sometimes, like, I say the wrong thing and sometimes I'm blunt and, like, I need to, like, be better with, like, my words and, like, how I say things and um, ask for forgiveness or, like, when I, like, mess up and things like that. And just, like, learning that, like, being honest and blunt or whatever, like, sometimes I tend to have to be, like, maybe I need to, like, take a second to, like, reword things or, like, not say the first thing that comes out of my mouth. Because, (laughs) um, but yeah, just learning too that just like, I don't know, I like love others deeply, and I'm loud and big personality, and it's just like that's okay. But sometimes there's a time and place to like dial it back as well too. And there's just good and bad, and just like figuring out like how I like navigate those like relationships and things like that to be a better human if that makes sense so
0: if i can encourage Mm -hmm. i would say i really enjoy people with your personality purely because you know exactly where you stand Mm -hmm. um i've had both types of friends in my life where they're nice to you initially but then whenever they go off to wherever else they are they have different things to say Mm -hmm. um yes there is something to knowing your atmosphere so like Mm -hmm. knowing how to put things more delicate than rather than just like stating it out loud Mm -hmm. uh But the friends that I've become the strongest with were also the people that told me when I was being stupid or told me I was (laughs) doing something wrong. Uh, Even though it may hit you weird um, when someone says something like that to you, I think it's important to have people like that in your life. Mm -hmm. Because you you become blind to the small things that you do in in your life that aren't helpful or are, are um, are weighing on you in ways that you're not noticing. It's helpful to have that outside perspective so I can see it and then just say it out loud. Like, yeah, for sure. Hey, you look tired and I think it's because of this, um, which initially, might, like I said, might be hurtful, but also might be eye-opening to that person.
1: Yeah, for sure. I feel like I'm really grateful to have friends, too, who, like, even though their, like, tendency isn't to be as so, like, blunt and direct, they know that, like, that's what I need. And they're just, like, not afraid to, like, call me out, too, and I'm, like, not, like... When I'm acting out of line or something like, or like say something out of pocket or whatever, which happens a lot. So I'm just like really grateful for people who like meet me where I'm at and like have taken the time to like know me and love me and figure out like how to engage with me in the best way and like hoping that I can like do the same for them. Which um, is just like really like the beauty of like friendship and and like super important. And I'm just like really grateful for and just blessed by having these people in my lives. So yeah, it's so cool. This was fun.
0: <laughs> well, thanks for talking. Yeah. Uh, I usually have just a little bit of time. Are you any questions for me? Like, I know I've just hit you mm. with, like, 10 or 12. Yeah. If you don't, that's fine. Yeah. But I um,
1: What do you feel like is the most challenging thing about, like, sitting down and having conversations with strangers?
0: Honestly, initially, it's just sitting here. Mm-hmm. So like that's the yeah. weird thing about what I do is I have this sign that's at this table right now and I just sit here and wait and like honestly the big thing has been consistency. So I just show up and like what you did is you came up and you asked me like hey what's this about and I explained it to you and then we sit down and talk and that's literally what I have to wait for.
1: yeah.
0: Um, because the other part of this podcast is it's not monetized and it never will be because I want people to know, it's like, I just want to know about you and your story. And then if you ever want to share that with somebody, like you have a place to like, hey, I talked about this in my life. Or you can go back and listen to it mm-hmm. a year from now. Like, what well, is what I was thinking about then? Yeah. What am I thinking about now? Um, so I see the positives outweigh the negatives. So I have to put myself in an awkward position of there's a weird guy sitting by himself at a table with this sign.
1: <laughs> Why is he doing this?
0: Yeah. Like, I don't because I can assume people like are reluctant. Like, well, it's kind of weird that you're doing this, but yeah, I try yeah. to convey as much as I can. Like, it's 100 honesty. Mm-hmm. I really just want to know about you, and kind of just go from there.
1: Yeah. Um. I guess. What is one thing that you would tell yourself right before? Like, I'm in a okay. I'll backtrack a little bit, but, so I'm about to enter, like, I've always been a student, um, never really been out on my own before, I'm about to start my first job, like, next month, and so I just, like, have been asking people this lately, but one thing that you would tell yourself right before, like, you start your first job and, like, Mm -hmm. go out in the world?
0: I know it sounds simple, but find a community, Mm -hmm. um, the world, like I know it's said all the time everywhere, the world does not care about you. Mm-hmm. And that's the real statement. Um, I think you'll find people that care about you in your workplace, which is great. Uh, but having a place you can retreat to, because uh, there is a thing about isolation where like, it's good to have some time of isolation to think and to ponder but to sit in it for a long stance is not good for you. At least that's what I say. Like that's what I see in scripture kind of preached all the time. It's like isolation is not a good, an extended time of isolation. is not a good thing. Um, so find a way to invest in community. So a simple thing for me, I'm not even going to talk about church. Church is a great thing. I play ultimate Frisbee. And I'm connected into the Memphis like, ultimate Frisbee community. And it's opened so many doors and that, I play for the competitive team here in Memphis, and so, like, we travel. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I've gotten to meet people from New York, California, Washington, Utah, Arizona, like, all these different places that, like, now when I go to these areas, Mm -hmm. I can, like, text these people and be like, hey, I'm in town. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Um, But it's, like, a weird thing like that where, like, you jumped into this small group, and now it's extended out even further. Uh, So, again, all that to say – to find a community whatever it looks like not just necessarily in your church Mm -hmm. because the church is a great place to be yeah uh, a great place to be loved Mm -hmm. but it's also not the demographic of the world and if we are to be
1: to the world yeah Mm -hmm. we're we're, going to be salt
0: and light to everybody you got to put yourself in situations where you're confronted with those things and ultimate the ultimate frisbee community Mm -hmm. is a great place because you will encounter Every which type of person All you walks want to alive, meet. Yeah, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. Um, that's awesome.
0: And the stories that you hear, the people that you meet, uh, will always astound you. And that's the reason I love the much. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. Good advice. Good word. I don't think I have any other questions. Okay. But this was fun.
0: Yeah. Well, thanks for sitting down, Sydney. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, also, I mean, we have friends here. So this was also fun. Like, I've never had like an audience. Yes. Uh, but again, thank you. Uh, I'm glad you've enjoyed your time in Memphis. I yeah. uh, hope life treats you well going into Birmingham.
1: Thanks.
0: Uh, and I guess, do you have, like, you have friends and stuff there from going to Sanford?
1: Yes, my, my younger sister is there, so that's going to be fun. Um, yeah, lots of friends from college that stayed, which is really sweet. So it's not, like, fully starting over again, um, which will be nice. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. But also just hope, like, not wanting to hop back into that, like, like, kind of what you were mm-hmm. saying, too, about finding community and, like, I'm so grateful for my undergrad, like, friends in that community, but also wanting to, like, not just hop back into that and, be, like, try to really get out of my comfort zone and, like, engage with people from different walks of life and, like, figuring out how to, like, do that and, like, making sure, like, like I find a church that reflects, like, the diversity of the city and, like... um also just like trying to find different areas where you can find people that from all walks of life and just learn because i've just like that's been also another huge part of why i love memphis is just how like integrated it is and i feel like um, and how like the city is just so diverse and like my program was really diverse and just um i didn't really realize how important it was until like like i had it yeah. um coming from like predominantly like white christian university and like small town tennessee going to private school and like going to memphis which is very different and like meeting people from all over the country all, all walks of life and like um i realized how important that is to me and i didn't really realize how much I, what i was missing until i had it right. so yeah kind of like what you were saying so excited to like engage and try and find that in my life but, yeah awesome well thank thanks. you again yeah thanks this was fun